call it being sober. I'm, I'm very sober in my music. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not I'm not too too dark and gloomy, depressed, and I'm not too you know let's just run in a sunflower field. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, I think that uh, there's two sides of the coin. And I try to make sure people get a full currency. Mm. Hey everyone, and welcome to the February edition of our monthly leadership podcast on Leading as Leaders. I am your host, Avery Nesbitt. Hey, I am here, as you can see, with two amazing people. This is the first dual side-by-side interview. Um, So we're already breaking ground here, folks. Um, I am here with Crystal and Jamal Pompey yeah. in the house. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by the podcast, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We're, we're glad to be here. So hey, so listen, this is going to be cool. To make sure I'm watching the road just in case you're not watching. I'm, I just I just look at you, <laughs> and if you go if you go ah, then I know he's the ultimate. Then I know Hey, so you guys have had quite uh, the story, quite the career, and I want to sort of tap into a little bit of that and and, and tell a little bit about you and have you speak to everyone that's watching everyone that's that's listening um but you know what's a what's a ride without a little little car music so i got, I got some car music and i'm like whoa it's a pretty big pill to swallow seven years old now gotta borrow clothes from the kids in the hood because the police put one another that is good let him win out swinging put the beat in my mouth without blinking i wonder what they thinking when he was fighting demons where we gonna live when the shots in had to say my goodbye when I walked on by And I'm sleeping in the bed with a bullet in his head And I'm on my own floor half dead That's one way to get to Ronald Reagan Gave me a pin, gave me a snap Wrote a few hits, got a few checks But my mama house took away her stress Then I got married to a king That's you, but it didn't make me a queen some people wonder why I love the Lord, why I'm so obsessed, why I'm always talking about His love and His glory. I told you He took me out the dark, saved me from myself when I was alone and no one else. He was always there. Crystal. Yeah. Listen, you are just really vulnerable and really just raw in a lot of your songs. Um, you sing about the good, the bad the victories, uh, but you don't hear that a lot from a lot of artists. How do you balance between, I want to be me, I want to be real, I want to be vulnerable, and, but I gotta, I gotta put out something that people want to hear. I gotta put out something that, you know, people are gonna be like, oh, I want to play that song about all the bad things that happened in that woman's life. Right, 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 right. right, right. (laughs) I think about that. How do you balance, how do you balance the two? Um, I think that uh, people connect with authenticity a yeah. lot more than they connect with um, rainbows and butterflies. Yep. Saying we, we like rainbows and butterflies, but we know that there was a storm that preceded that. So I think that it's important to write about that storm so that you can appreciate that next song that may be about the rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. I think that there's a good, uh, I just, I call it being sober. I'm, I'm very sober in my music. Yeah. I'm, saying? I, I'm not, I'm not too, too dark and gloomy depressed. And I'm not too, you know, let's just run in a sunflower field. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that uh, there's two sides of the coin. I try to make sure people get a full currency. Mm. That's good. If you've got someone out there that maybe they're a writer, maybe they're maybe they're trying to 
perfect their their thing. It seems like that's a struggle that everyone's gonna face. Yeah. How do I be real to me? But I, I also need others to, yeah. to participate. Where, where do you find you actually get the courage to give people that full currency? I do very little writing for the consumer. That's good. Like, I write, uh, for, I write to get me out on paper. Yeah. And I try not to think so much about, whenever I think about what people want to hear mm -hmm. or what they what they need to hear, it messes me up. It destroys my creativity. It's the kryptonite mm. to my creative process. And so I just try to not even think about that. And if you get something out of out of me being therapeutic and writing for me, mm -hmm. then that's a win-win. But the win for me is getting, getting me out. And I know that people will automatically uh, relate to that either way. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's real. I've been thinking about y'all. That's real. I'm not thinking about y'all. This is about me. I love y'all. Yeah. But not in the studio. I'm yeah. thinking about getting this song out. Yeah. No, but I think another thing that she's uh, wanting to say also is that even when she's giving herself, she's also giving uh, what's on the inside of her as well. You know, when it comes to God, you know, and Christ, you know, because that's what they need. You know, yeah. it's not even just about just getting her story out. It's, it's being able to help other people overcome things that they've been going through. Yeah. You know, with that. So that's good, man. So it's. It's, I'm not doing it necessarily so you'll like it, but I have to get this out of me. Yeah. That's good. But when you get it out, if it's real and authentic, you are going you to like it. Like it. Yeah. It's just putting the first thing first. Right. That's cool. Some people eat negativity. Yeah. Like it's me from the bone. And they all threw it up on me. They call me ugly for so long. But you so uniquely created. She is my God, I say, for love and And I'm young and beautiful, so I took what you meant to discourage and die. Flip it around to encourage my life. All of the words you shot at me, I died. Like women and arrows, right by me they go. Oh, oh, sticks and stones may crack from bones, but the words I won't let them grow. Oh, no, no, say what you want, don't talk about me, but I don't belong to you. And you can't control what you've done on, baby, I don't belong to you. In, in most of what you do, you'll find that people say in order to be successful, you have to be this or that. You have to kind of fish in your one pond, be really good at it, and you'll be successful. You absolutely shatter that stereotype. You do this thing where you bring your influence everywhere you go. Whether it's, you know, you know the old thing, you, you can be successful at work or at home. Mm -hmm. uh, you can be successful in the church or right, in, in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you bring your influence everywhere. Wow. How do you do that uh, in, in a way that honors both? How, how do you do that? We try to stay uh, relatable. Not even intentionally stay relatable, but we're just relatable on both in the spectrum, you know, um, like the church and, and the world. I think that uh, outside of the church, because we spent so much time in in the world and in what's considered secular music, yeah. um, we understand the, the 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 tensions and the, the environment that a lot of people live in. And then we spent a lot of time in church, and so we understand that. And we yeah. understand why the two don't see eye to eye. Right. And so it's important. To, for us to be a bridge for that gap. Like that's kind yeah. of a thing for us, um, a, a, a purpose for us to kind of bridge the gap between church and state, we always say, you know what I mean? Between church and state. And that's I think good. the only way to bridge that gap 
is to let people know on both sides the thing that makes us the same is that we are human and we all deal with the same um, temptations, the same issues and the slight problem is sometimes with the world thinks about with church people is that they don't express those issues. They only talk about how to how to come to Jesus and how to, you know, get your life renewed and da 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 but you never really talk about literally what's going on with you this morning. Right. And this morning I dealt with X, Y, and Z. And so we like to try to focus on both. Like, yeah, Jesus is my, my healer, my redeemer, my savior. But I need to also let you know what he's healing, redeeming, and saving me from. Right. In order for yeah. you know him to to be relevant to your situation. So I think in a nutshell, we just try to uh, I it goes back to the rainbow and butterflies. It's a very balanced lifestyle that we live, where we are still in the natural, although we are you know um, powerful in the spirit, and we we try to make sure people get both sides of that from us. Man, that's good. Yeah. Can be both powerful in the spirit, but there yeah, with them in the fight in the natural. Yeah, I want to hear about like you know how awesome your quiet time was this morning, <laughs> and how your bills are all paid up. Yeah, I mean that's we we do make that that clear, but it ain't always like that. Sometimes the bills ain't paid, and sometimes I miss quiet time. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to to say that Jamal's not afraid to say that okay. as for fear that we may not be able to. Uh, Sing uh, on the worship right, team next right, weekend because we right. said, you know, it's like live up to the standard. Hey, right. life is life. To be real. Yeah, and it's really happening out here, and I'd rather the real folks understand that. And this pillow won't let my head go and I'm paralyzed down to my toes. Just know that long as my heart beats, my love won't ever sleep. Without even trying, yeah, right? Dance ain't the ministry the Lord gave me. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. When I think Pompeii, I think this just this this love story. It's not always roses and sunshine, mm-hmm. but I, I get this picture of this this love story. And the only thing that's unique to it, I don't think the only, but mm-hmm. one of the biggest unique factors to it is that. But your love story is very public. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a very public love story. Yeah. I can Google. <laughs> the so specific song, the specific Stevie Wonder song up, that yo. your wife was, set, you, someone sang to her as she walked down the aisle. Wow. Like, I can look that up. Mm. And the look on your faces, you're like, oh, you did. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So you can, you, it's such a, it's a public love yeah. story. Yeah. So, but, but talk to me as in a relationship, but also as a man, mm-hmm. how is it being married to someone who is who has notoriety, notoriety, whose name is known, mm-hmm. 
what's it like being married to someone whose name is literally sometimes in lights? Um, how does that, how do you navigate that in your relationship? And how do you navigate that as, as, a, as a man? Well, um, as a man, well, the type of man that I am, um, I believe it's easy for me to navigate in that because I'm mm -hmm. not the type of man who wants to be in the spotlight. Okay. Um, also, I'm the type of man, I believe, that knows that just because I'm not the one that's out in front doesn't mean that I'm not the one that is actually the head of the household. Mm -hmm. she, all, um, she always uh, makes sure that I understand, even though, you know, it's coming from her mouth, mm -hmm. that, you know, I am the head of the household and that... Uh, no matter what this looks like or no matter how many people try to pull at her, mm -hmm. I'm the one that's actually still steering the ship. Gotcha. Um, but like I said, I, I don't, I try not to or never really desire to actually be in the spotlight because I, I, I believe that it's, it's not that there's anything wrong with the spotlight, but I just, I, I just never really had any desire. This is not you. Yeah, it's just not me. Um, with, with Crystal, um, mm -hmm. She commands a room anytime she comes in, no mm -hmm. matter what room it is. I've seen that happen. <laughs> and it's not necessarily because of what she's saying or because she's being loud or anything like that. It's just because she carries a presence with her. Yeah. And to be able to stand beside someone like that, you have to have a, a certain type of presence as well or, um, or, or uh, something that actually uh, walks with you, which is, you know, of course, Holy Spirit that actually walks with us as we walk into a room. So yeah. I... People look at me and they might think, oh, he must struggle with uh, insecurity because his wife is, is so much, uh, such, such a big personality. But I, I have, I, I, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and even when you say, you know, how, how with it, our marriage being, seems like it's out in front. The reason that happens is because we said a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, when, we, when our marriage got on track the way it should have been in the beginning, yeah. we said that we wanted our marriage to resemble what, Adam and Eve were supposed to be in the garden in the beginning. Yeah. So um, when we are, are, are together and we're trying to make sure people see our marriage, um, we're trying to give people hope um, and also trying to, again, goes back to the uh, intentionality and, and the authenticity, trying to also show them the, the downfalls that we've had before too. Yep. And that, you know, hey, just because we had those downfalls doesn't mean that we can't be uh, what God set us out to be in the, be in, in the beginning. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's good. That's good. I would say, as you're talking, and I'm so awesome. Um, <laughs> we we have run into a few people who who think that I am in control mm -hmm. of the marriage or the house because I am the more um, I'm the, the, the louder personality <laughs> or whatever that looks like. But um, somebody quoted something. I forgot who it was. We may have been in our church. Somebody said, "Real power can whisper." Jamal Man. is in the whisper. That's good. Real power in the whisper. Jamal is the whisper. Yeah, yo. Like, straight up. It reminds me of, um, you know, because I read my Bible sometimes. Oh, my God. When, you know, was it Elijah? And he was um, uh, up on the mountain waiting on the Lord to show up. Mm -hmm. And the Lord wasn't in the, the lightning or the storm. Yep. It wasn't in the wind. And all that. Yep. He, was, he was in the small, still voice, the whisper. And... I think that people oftentimes think that the more powerful or the more dominant person is the one you see more often or the one you hear the loudest. Yeah. And with us, it's the, it's the total opposite. Like, Jamal is the head of the house, not just because he's a man and that's the way that the Lord intended it, but because Jamal 
was the first one to exercise what it looks like to really walk out being a, a, a man of God, a child of God in our house. And when we were struggling in our marriage and we were both looking at other people and we were about to get a divorce, as a matter of fact, you were in Avery's small group during yes, that time. Yes, I was. We have a crazy connection with Stuart yeah. that we'll never forget. Yeah, we right. Right. Sure. You know, like during that time when Jamal was in that small group, he was, the Lord was pursuing him. He was, the Lord was pursuing me too, but I wasn't trying to hear it because I was too busy running around the world being the big voice and being the big talent and being all that. I couldn't hear the Lord. And, the, and Jamal heard the Lord first. And Jamal actually came to me and humbled himself and sacrificed his desires and his wants and, and whatever so that he could honor God, not even love me well, but honor God first. And when he did that, I said, now that's a man I can submit to. Mm. That's somebody I can follow. I can't follow the guy who's perfect all the time. I can't follow the guy who screws up all the time. But I can follow the guy who says, I made a mistake. This is who I am. Whether you take me back or not or whether you love me or not, i got to do what God tells me to do. I'm willing to lose you to find him any day of the week. And when he showed me that, that he loved the Lord more than he loved me, that's when I, I, I submitted to him. And that's why Jamal is the head of the house. Not because he stomps around and pokes his chest out, but because he wakes up before me and he gets on, on his knees and he's with the Lord before I am. Or or he, he, he cleans up when I don't feel like cleaning up. Or he's changing poopy diapers, which is something that most men don't want to do. Jamal's not the one that hands the baby off when it gets tough. Jamal is the one like, hey, babe, you want to go upstairs and take your nap? I'll take Haven. You know, like that's, he is a uh, servant leader. He's a sacrificial man. And he looks more like Jesus than anybody I've, I've ever met. And that's why he's, this, he's the, the powerful whisper in our house and in our life. And I wouldn't be able to do half of the things that I'm able to do if Jamal wasn't. Like, Jamal's been here since the beginning. When, when we were dating, I was riding on bald tires eating Slim Jims. For so people think, like, we didn't get together after I, you know, got successful. Like, Jamal was with me when I was 250 pounds, and he said I was beautiful then. You know what I mean? When I didn't have any money, when everybody counted me out, Jamal saw something in me that nobody else saw, and he still sees that today. And so he's not affected at all by any success that I gain or any success that I lose mm-hmm. because he's been here since day one. Yeah. Uh, aside from my mom, he's the greatest person I've ever met. Yeah. Straight off. Don't get much better than that. I mean. Man. That, you, you, that, that just got me a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you yeah. That's it right there. That was, yeah, that, was that, that was marriage right there. Here's that check we talked about. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Thank, you for, thank you for reading the lines. My God. Thank you for rehearsing. Wow. Oh, it's like man. I just came from a marriage conference or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah. That's real deal right there, man. I rock with you, boo. That's real deal. Let me get you some rocking chairs. <laughs> right, right, right. Something. Wow. That's a question. But thank you guys for being willing to just be open and be honest about who you are, where you are. Appreciate you guys stopping by the podcast. Well, that's it, everybody. Um, This has been great. Hey, so listen, you can follow us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can also stop over to leadinghisleaders.com for additional content. Um, If something uh, Nicole or or, uh, Jamal Jamal has shared today... Uh, blesses you, benefits you. Hopefully something we've said helps you as you're leading as leaders. God bless everybody. See you. Have a train.
Yo, that's the wrong one.